Hello, it's a great day to be serving the Lord. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Bible says we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. That's a decision. Amen. That's a choice. And I'm so glad that you chose to be with uh, Leah and me today inside the studio for an episode <laughs> of Kingdom Concepts. Amen. We've been having some fun. Amen. Uh, <laughs> Uh, talking about, you know, possessing the next level, being prepared for the next level. And I've really been looking forward to what we're going to share right now. And I pray that you have a, you know, your Bible, a notebook. Amen. You, you want to take this. And this is so important for some of you. This is going to be life or death. I'm serious. Yeah. Because God is doing something. Amen. The clock is ticking. We are running out of time and eternity is fast approaching. Amen. I, I know I sound like a broken record, but I'm, I'm here to sound the alarm. The rapture of the church, amen, is coming. The second coming of Jesus Christ is fast approaching. Amen. And there is a harvest of souls that need to be reached. And heaven is counting on you and I, amen, to be a people, amen, that heaven can use in this moment, amen, to reach those, amen, that are outside of the covenant that was made through Jesus Christ. People need to get saved. And I believe we're going to see the greatest harvest of souls that we've ever seen. But it's going to take laborers. Mm -hmm. It's going to take those that have been serving the Lord, amen, present company included, us operating at greater levels. We thank God for what we've been able to do for him. It's been good. But amen, we don't want to be good for God. We want to be great for God. Amen. And this is an hour where God is bringing serious promotion. And it's coming very rapidly. Things are moving very rapidly, not only in ministry, but in people's own lives, in their own personal promotions of the things that God's yes. been building. And so I pray that you'll really meditate upon what we're going to be sharing today. Um, because being in a place to where, you know, you've prepared for promotion in, in You've come to a place where now it's time to possess it. Mm -hmm. That moment, you know, where you stand, where the door of opportunities open, that next level is there. Yes. That there's a step. Yep. Where you go over that threshold. That's what needs to happen, but that's not always what happens. No. And what we're talking about is possessing the next level. You mentioned that and you can't possess which you don't have ownership over, mm -hmm. or then you're just a thief, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You mm -hmm. don't you when you go to possess something, it's because you have ownership of it. You are taking that and yeah. making it your own, and it, it comes with a stretching. It comes with a, a, a level, some level of a discomfort. Mm -hmm. it, it, uh, I've heard a minister say it. We'd like to say, oh, Lord, landscape us. And <laughs> plant, you know, pretty, pretty rose bushes. And, and, uh, but uh, I just bought a home recently with no backyard. And let me tell you, it's not as easy as just putting some plants. No, we're going to have to excavate yeah. everything. We're going to have to dig deep to put the, you know, the sprinklers, sprinklers and, uh, you know, put the slab and then we get the grass and mm. then we get the pretty things. But right now all we got is just bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's a stretching that happens. There's something that, you know, the Lord says that was fine for here, yeah. but you know, let me love you. And in that love, mm. I'm going to I'm going to show you what could be greater. And you're going to have to leave certain things behind. Yeah. You're going to have to stretch and, and you're going to have to be connected. Mm -hmm. You can't have a possession yeah, of yeah, that next yeah. level without being connected to your local church. Mm -hmm. You have to have that oneness or like you mentioned, you're going to have awkwardness. Yes. 
and you're going to feel like your your church is moving in a place you're not going and it starts to um, mm -hmm. hit into that oh, well, it's my season to go. God. And you start having this, because we want to use Christian vernacular, of course, yeah. so that we're not in error. The Lord's been, oh, been praying. Oh, it's my season. And, and, and I'm like, well, how you been praying? Not connected. Or, you know, um, and Bill Horn had said this, Minister Bill Horn, he said, there's four seasons in a year and you do not move your home every season. Mm -hmm. You don't decide to pick up and leave your home just because yeah. the seasons change. Mm -hmm. And you can't adequately... Um, uh, decide what the season is or know the season if you're not even connected mm -hmm. you're just feeling a disconnect and the awkwardness and out of place because you're no longer who you were mm -hmm. when you were in oneness with that yeah. church and and you know i had wrote a note down that it, it's so important to take a personal inventory when you're getting ready to possess the next level. Mm -hmm. And that personal inventory is you being just really real and honest with yourself and saying, you know, what are my friendships look like right now? Mm -hmm. Am I still keeping the same friendships? Do I still have an open ear to those same people? Mm -hmm. Do I still, you know, when they're talking, am I listening or am I thinking of everything I could say to refute? what they're saying. Mm -hmm. You know, um, am I wow. listening to the word the way I used to listen to the word? Do I listen to the same podcast I used to, or am I going and, and finding a whole new set of speakers, you know, because the ones I've been listening to, yeah. they're going to hit me right where it's at. And mm -hmm. I'm listening to who's going to fancy my ear. You know, am I, am I praising and worshiping on my own? Like I used to praise and worship. And, and it's a personal inventory. Am I sitting and engaged in the service mm -hmm. or do I keep having to have excuses why I'm out of service? Yeah. When service, when I have to stay home, am I listening on my live stream to my service, or mm -hmm. am I going to catch up later? Yes. There's so many things that you need to take an account of before you decide to make a decision that's the next season, mm -hmm. and you have to be able to have that personal inventory. And nobody could do it for you. A good person, yeah. a good mentor, a good leader will point out to you what I'm saying, mm -hmm. but we can't. We can't make you realize. No, it's not that everybody else is different. It's that you've changed. Yeah. You've stopped. Or it, you've started in a thing you shouldn't have been started. It, no, it, it's so true. And this is so time sensitive. Yes, it What is. we're discussing. So. You know, because you have, you have two promotions that always need to be taking place. You have that personal development. Mm -hmm. This is you growing in who you are as a, as a child of God. It's you growing stronger in the Lord. It's you putting away childish things. Like the Apostle Paul said, when I was a child, I thought like a child, I spoke like a child, I reasoned like a child. Mm -hmm. But when I became a man, I put away those childish things. We have to grow and mature in yes. the Lord. And that's a journey that you continue on until you enter into glory, into mm -hmm. heaven. You know, you're constantly, or you should be, yes. constantly developing and doing things that better yourself, mm -hmm. you know, to make you a better believer a better a servant of the lord because that's what we truly are mm -hmm. after is to be that servant of the lord and then you have what god does you know that's the individual promotion and the development mm -hmm. but then you have the the kingdom development which is you being a part of uh what the bible talks about in the new testament the body of christ yeah. you are a part of a body you're a part of a group you're a part of a you know your, your life is not your own you're connected to other people Amen. And usually through a, a ministry or uh, for most people, a house of worship, amen, to where there's things that God's doing to build a vision and you're a part of that vision. Yes. Amen. And what you do there, it makes a difference. And as the ministry, you know, is being stretched and developing and moving towards 
possessing the vision that God has for it, amen, you feel that same development, that same stretching, that mm -hmm. those same growing pains. And, and it's not like a, you know, you resent it. It's like a woman that's getting ready to have a child and the baby's moving and you start mm -hmm. having, you know, those, those, uh, those cramps and stuff and the baby's kicking. It's like, it's not a bad thing. You know, the baby's coming. You're looking forward to that, but you have to endure that that those pro that process that mm. brings that promotion that brings that that thing to life, amen. That brings it forth, and you know you were just mentioning that stretching, and uh, we were talking about Isaiah fifty four uh, right before we began. Isaiah fifty four. You want to look up verse two and verse three. This is just so good um, because it has a lot to do with. Uh, you know, possessing the next level. You have to be pliable. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to stretch. Trust me, there's more to you than what you've been doing. Amen? Mm -hmm. But let's go ahead and let's read that, Alea. So for, starting in verse 2, it says, Enlarge the place of thy tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. In verse 3, it says, For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. See, this is awesome. Notice he says that, man, your habitation. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to allow your life to be stretched because God wants to be able to, to do more things in your life and through your life. And it doesn't come without development, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to be willing to endure the process. It's like God's not stretching you to break you. He's stretching you to make you. And I, I kind of think about it like when you if you've ever gone to the gym and you have a trainer, mm -hmm. you know, we had Michelle. Yes. And Michelle was just a beast, <laughs> man, the best at what sh she does. And what that woman would do is she would take you to your limit every single time you worked out with her. The point of death. She yeah. took you to the yeah. point of death, his door, and then yeah. she let you go yeah. home. Usually <laughs> the first time you worked out with her, everybody would... Throw up. Throw up. Or need an orange. Or need an orange. She didn't do that to me, thank yeah. God. Yeah, I never threw up, but my son-in-law did. Yes, he Mark. did. <laughs> my husband. Yeah, but I remember she would take you to a place where I'm like, I, I can't do another push-up. I can't do another sit-up. I can't, I can't stay on this treadmill another moment. And I'd be at this place where I'm at my limit, you know? And then she would be, she would always go, what? And I hated hearing her say that, what? <laughs> and, and I was like, uh-uh, man. And, and she, would, she would take me beyond my limit. Mm -hmm. She would stretch me and take me to a place. She'd take you to what I call the wall every single time because she knew you have more in you than you've tapped into. Mm -hmm. You have potential. You have power that, that, that is there, but you've never tapped into it. You have an ability that's there, but you've never used it. And sometimes it takes somebody on the outside, amen, to pull out the potential that's on the inside of mm -hmm. you. Because you'll stop at the place, man, where, you know, where you start feeling the pain, mm -hmm. you know, where you start feeling the change, you know, when it's like this is not comfortable. Mm -hmm. But it's like what's on the other side of that. Your place of pain will become your place of rain mm -hmm. if you endure the process. And when it comes to promotion, amen, God's not going to put new wine in an old skin. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to be stretched. And I'll be honest with you, one of the greatest ways that God's going to stretch you amen, isn't so much within yourself, it's the people that he positions in your life. Yeah. Amen, your, your, your squad yeah. of friends, amen, your, your, squad. your pastor, your ministers, you know, they're gonna be the ones that God's gonna use because they see the potential yeah. 
and they know there's more to you than what's on the surface. Yeah, you know, I just, it, it's kind of along the same lines. I just talked to her, because we meet every morning pretty much with our staff in the office, mm -hmm. and I was just talking to them yesterday. It was another gym example. I don't know why we get the best and worst examples at the gym. Because we've all been stretched yes, there. And, and I was telling them, you know, when I've gone further, we were talking about the Stairmaster. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, you know, you see those little bit, oh my gosh. I have stairs in my home, and I would think, oh, I can handle that. No. I can't. I hate going upstairs. I hate the stairs, <laughs> the stairmaster, because it moves at the same time. And I was talking to them about when I was at uh, uh, David's gym. He mm -hmm. is a gym owner out of our church, and he was helping me because I was battling some health stuff, and I just started, you know, being more mobile. Mm -hmm. So he put me on the stairmaster. I was like, David, I can handle three to five minutes. He goes, We're going to aim for five minutes. And I said, Okay, five minutes. I will. That's my goal. Mm -hmm. And I have a point. I promise. It's not the same story he said. And so we're going, and he's right there next to me, and he's doing it. And we're hitting almost five minutes, and mm -hmm. he throws a towel over the timer. Mm -hmm. And I look at him, and I'm trying to go, and he goes, no, he goes, we're going to go till we stop. He's like, well, I'm not going to break you, but you're going to go till your body needs to stop. And he threw that towel over the timer. Yeah. And when I got to the point of, I'm going to die, yeah. <laughs> he pulled it off, and I reached eight minutes. Come on. I know. And I was <laughs> like, and he, and you know what it taught me? And I was telling the staff, I said, sometimes we get, because we're goal-oriented people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are. If you're a healthy leader, you're goal-oriented. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can distract ourselves by trying to aim for our goal mm -hmm. when God's saying, no, that's you don't even know yeah. what you have left in mm -hmm. you. And it's the end of us and it's showing us where he is. And sometimes we can be so stuck in, no, that's as far. That's as far as I want to take the church right now. That's mm -hmm. as far as I want to take my commitment right yeah. now. But if we just put the blinders on our own selves and mm -hmm. really just submitted and allowed the stretching, yeah. I think we'll be a lot more uh, impressed with what God has in store. You know, and, 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 and at the same time, it's like you're, you're going to find yourself... Uh, on the other side of it, mm -hmm. you know, because once you've endured the process, man, then you get to possess the promise. And it's like in, in everything that you're, everything that's going to satisfy you is going to be found in that new level. And I think what sometimes we don't understand is that everything that every level that God's brought you into is a blessing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's the best. Amen. When you come into it, it's the best, but God has increase on his mind. Yes. And so what happens is I've seen people like myself. I got saved. My life was just tore up from the floor up. So it's like every, anything higher than the pit was, was <laughs> I, I was just so grateful for, and I still am. But it's like you come to a place to where you, you get beyond the best that you had ever been with God or without God. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To where your life is better. It's like, I'm no longer an alcoholic. I'm no longer a drug addict. I'm no longer, you know, fighting with my spouse all the time. I'm no, I'm no longer cussing. I'm no longer, I can sleep at night. I have peace. I have a solid job. Mm -hmm. I'm trustworthy. I have a good name. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's got different places that they're happy that they get to. And what I've seen people do is they come to a place to where it's above what they've been and you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's 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 above it enough to where they're good with it. Mm -hmm. It's like they're happy. I'm at that place. And what I've seen is that some folks will come to this place to where they're what, what it, it's a blessing. But what was a blessing can become a limit now. Mm -hmm. To where I've seen people rise to that place and then they'll stop. Yeah. It's like they quit growing in their relationship with God, or they'll quit serving. Uh, they quit uh, all the things that brought them there, being faithful to reading their Bible 
praying, yep. being accountable to brothers and sisters, you know, having a group of folks that they fellowship with, that they let help them, tell them when they're doing right, tell them when they're doing wrong. Now they come to a place where it's like, uh, I don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. uh, I can sing that song without looking at the, you know, the Christian <laughs> the church it. karaoke. <laughs> I got it. Uh, you know, I can quote some verses. I've heard that message before. They come to a place where they grow to their level of incompetence. Mm -hmm. It's like they come to a place where they think they've grown enough. And it's like this. This is the beginning of the end. Oh, yeah. Because that what will happen is they'll start uh, drawing back. Now it's like uh, before they were so honored to be able to serve. And now it's like I don't have time to serve. Yeah. You know, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to just be still for a season or something. That, that I just is, need to pray. Uh, yeah. I'm like, we all need to yeah, pray. Yeah, I need to pray. And, <laughs> or got that, hands for yeah, other reasons. Or they can't, or they, you know, they're not going to church as much. You know, yeah. too busy for church because, you know, of this and that and this and that. All these distractions. Everything that brought them there, mm -hmm. you know. All of a sudden, before they couldn't get enough of what you had to say, but now you don't understand. You know, oh, yeah. just on and on and on and on and on. And and they one and it's a dangerous place because once you come to that, the only thing that's going to shake you out of that is God. Yeah. It's it and and so promotion, you'll come back to those people's life and they'll be in the same place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they don't go beyond it. And 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 it's so sad. It is a sad uh, thing it, it, because there's a purpose that that God has for them, but without stretching I call it a holy dissatisfaction yeah I thank God for where I'm at but man I know he's got more you know and and God says he'll always do you greater at your end than your beginning so it, there's always something better in your future and that's the thing that Satan doesn't want you to focus on yep he doesn't want you focusing on that future yeah. the one that God has destined oh. for you not the one you have destined for yourself and that that is a place where you always want to remain um you know in the place where you realize your life has a responsibility. Yeah. It does. You have a responsibility. Your life is not your own. We teach our boys mm. that, you know, 10 down to four, you know, we have three boys and we teach them your life is not your own. You have a responsibility. Um, you know, recently, right now we're doing a vacation Bible school yeah. at the church and, mm -hmm. and uh, Maddox and Mav, my two oldest. So we have a, a, a 10 and a, an eight, soon to be nine year old. And, oh my gosh, they're so big. Boys. Yes. And they both got chose to be team captains or team <laughs> leaders. And so Sunday was, you know, battle royale at the yeah. house. And my middle one, Maverick, he came home and he had his little sheet of paper they gave him. And he was like, oh, man, like, you know, I'm team leader and I just got to fill this out. And, oh, man, it's just a responsibility, you know. Oh. And he's, you know, doing this, like, fake sign, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, man, but it's going to be hard and and then my four-year-old Liam who's also in vacation Bible school um he was like I'm a warrior I'm a warrior because that's their <laughs> theme and Maverick looks at him he goes Liam you just don't understand I'm team captain they I have to lead my team and he was so like there's a responsibility you know and and so when we were talking to we were like wow like and we're like Maddox where's your paper and he's like I think I left it in the car yeah. so Mark of course is like I don't know who's gonna win you know the one who takes the most responsibility and I was talking to the children's leaders and I was just telling them, thank you. You know, yeah. like I've never seen this side of him before. Mm. And they said that they had taught him like, hey, if your team is is, is talking during mm. service, you need to be that leader that, you know, says, Shh, you know, yeah. you need to bring your Bible. You yeah. need to be responsible. And so they said the moment after a kid starts talking to Maverick turns, he goes, you need to shh, shh. 
like listen, mm -hmm. you know, and he took that responsibility. And, and if a child can realize their mm -hmm. life is not their own, mm -hmm. there's a responsibility. Yeah. As Christians, there's a call on our mm -hmm. life that leads us to responsibility. And whether we choose to accept the responsibility mm -hmm. or not, when we get to heaven, you're accountable for what you were you're responsible gonna, you're gonna for. Answer for it. And, and it's, it's such a powerful thing, you know, because, um, Every one of us, the more, this is what I've learned, is as I serve God, the more I walk with God, the more other-centered my life becomes. Yes. Because ministry is not about you. It's not about do you feel like doing this or you want to do this. You're, you're, you're a soldier in the army of the Lord. You, mm -hmm. it's not, you gave up that choice when you made Jesus the Lord of your life. It's yes. like your life is not your own. And so you got to be, you, you, you have to go where God wants you to go, say what he wants you to say, do what he wants you to do, and be where he wants you to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, in Luke chapter 12, verse 48, you know, um, uh, the latter part of that verse, uh, Luke 12, 48, it says this, you know, for unto whomsoever, that means any of us, much is given of him shall much be required. And to whom men have committed much of him, they will ask that much more. Mm -hmm. This is the thing is that, you know what, when you've been responsible, you know, after that stretching, amen, and God puts you in places of ministry and places of authority, especially, you're responsible, amen, for that position. You're responsible for, for who that position touches. And what's awesome is that when people see that you lead well in that position, then they are going to expect more from you. I don't know why people get upset if more is expected. It just shows that, you know what, that you've proven that you can handle more. Mm -hmm. And that's a truly a beautiful thing when God can trust you. I remember when God couldn't even trust me with myself, mm -hmm. let alone other people. And I think that in this season especially, and this is something that's been, you know, a concern to me, just being real transparent, is that we're at a place right now, especially in our church, where things have been moving so rapidly. And I know with COVID last year and mm -hmm. some folks because of different reasons haven't been able to be in church or you have some people that are returning right now, but there's people, there's dynamics. Some yes, folks have had health dynamics. issues and some people have family with that and different things. But even with that, I've watched people that haven't been able to be in church for over a year that they're still very strongly connected. Mm -hmm. You know, we have people like Judy Paws writes me personal notes all the time just letting me know how her and her husband David are doing. Got people like, you know, your husband's grandparents, you mm -hmm. know, they write us personal notes and, and they, they attend church. But you know what? That's them keeping their connection mm -hmm. strong because where your treasure is, your heart is, you know, and they're a part of every service. I have a, yes. I have a, a son in the faith that just had major surgery this week. I mean, he had a big chunk of his intestines taken out because they found cancer stage four. And man, God totally got rid of all of that stuff. He endured the process. He just barely got home yesterday from the hospital, from mm -hmm. being in there for you know, almost a week. And you know what he was doing last night? He was sitting in his lazy boy chair while somebody FaceTimed our Bible study just because he wanted yeah. to be in the Bible study. And he just had major surgery. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, I want to. I, I want to be there. I, I I can't go there for weeks, but I want to yeah. be a part of this. And it's like, and because of those kind of connections, as the ministry moves, it's not a problem. Yeah, they move with it. But then you have people that, over time, things changed. You know, you have some people that you know, uh, they they hadn't been able to serve. Uh, and then eventually things start changing. Mm -hmm. Start off watching every service to where not, not attending every yeah. service, even online. If you can't be in church, you can't do it online. And just things begin to deteriorate, and then routines change. Mm -hmm. You know, 
not reading the Bible like before, not quoting the Bible like before, mm -hmm. not not maintaining covenant relationships outside mm -hmm. of ministry, you know, with your brothers and sisters yeah. like before. And when those things happen as God's promoting ministry, you know, you can start feeling like you're left behind yep. or you're not a part. And, and Satan will try to get your wires crossed to where you feel like your time there is over. It's and that it's personal as, inventory. It's, it's oh. just like what we were talking about. Those people, maybe last year looks different to them than all the rest of their life, like what mm -hmm. you said. But if they were to take a personal inventory, they would still be saying, yeah, I'm a faithful attender of my mm -hmm. church. Now, it might look different. I'm, I get to be yeah. in my PJs. Mm -hmm. I do know some people who still dress up exactly yeah. like if they no, were absolutely. going to church. You may get to have your coffee on your couch. But you are just as committed, mm -hmm. just as as a, as a vital part of your ministry. It may look different. And that's where I think some people have gotten really twisted this last year yeah. is they've allowed themselves because things are different for them to not hold themselves accountable yeah. to their attendance in mm -hmm. church. And then you're well, and you know, and this is the truth is that, you know, the relationship with God has changed before mm -hmm. it changes in ministry. Yeah, because. God will be always pointing you back to where he's anointed you to be and who he's anointed you to be with. Yes. But devotion starts changing there and the res the fruit of it will show up when it comes to the connection. And right mm -hmm. now Satan's trying to get people out of their churches because mm -hmm. this is the year of the local church. Yes, and, it is. I believe and, that. And, and what's what's I think what's for me what I see happen every time there's a promotion is you have an 1159 moment. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is that that minute before things break through, you know, it's like folks either break through the other side or folks break down. Mm -hmm. And and it's and it's hard, especially in this season, because I'm watching things in a place that never before. And I have other pastor friends that I've spoken to seeing things as never before to where with these great things that God's doing, some of the folks that have been the most loyal, most committed, been with them the longest. We're talking about people that have called them father, mm -hmm. mother, you know, my mom, my dad, people that have relationships that's beyond just you know, that's where I go to church. That's mm -hmm. my pastor. We're talking about things that God develops special for them. Yeah. I've watched people abandon those relationships and it hurts. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, what happened inside of you? you? You said this a little while ago to where something changed inside of them mm -hmm. to where they quit being a certain way. Ministry is still the same. Those people that, you know, have been there have always been the same, but something's changed in them enough to where they're willing to abandon something as strong mm -hmm. as a relationship that you had to where before nothing could separate you from your church, nothing mm -hmm. could separate you from your pastors, nothing could separate you from your brothers and sisters that you've yeah. walked through, you've laughed and cried and, and, and have gone through everything good and bad together. I mean, to come to a place to where you fail to step into that promotion, mm -hmm. You know, I I know I, I know uh, we're over. totally over, but I really feel like okay, since we only did three, we should go longer on this one uh, because there's a part of that that you're talking about that I feel you may be watching, and there it's it's the leader watching who's on the opposite side, yeah. who's on the side of I used to be that spiritual mother to them, I used to be that spiritual father to them, I used to be that sister that that in the Lord that there was no no you know it was such an unbreakable bond I used to be, and they're they're having to deal with the effects of someone else's choice ripping yeah. that relationship that covenant from them, and those people I feel they're so strongly they're watching right now and they need to know because you've had to walk through that. Yeah. How do they walk through that and keep themselves correct, keep their heart right? How do they do that? 
Well, the thing is this is that you, again, what you, what you treasure, you know, you're going to hold close to your heart. Mm -hmm. And the thing that, that keeps you protected is, you know, it's like my pastor. My pastor's mm -hmm. in Texas. I don't get to hang out with him as much as I'd like. But the way that I stay connected is that when I show up, when he's ministering here, I'm there. Mm -hmm. and, and if somebody else is ministering that I, that I, that I appreciate and him, I'm going to be at his meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I give to, you know, to his ministry. I give into him because, again, you know, your affections follow your money. Let's be honest. You mm -hmm. know, what you care about, you're going to invest in. But this is the thing is that where there's no investment, there's no value. Mm -hmm. So if people aren't receiving, they're not showing up at church, whether in person or online, to receive the word, then there's no value of the word. Mm -hmm. Now what you have to say is optional. And when there's no connection as far as, you know, you're not having the fellowship maybe that you used to enjoy with each other, you know, whether personal or in a formal setting with mm -hmm. church people, when there's no fellowship, there's no interaction, you're not at the altar worshiping with your brothers and sisters or you're not there, you know, and your pastor's laying hands on you when, you know what I'm saying, moments like that, yeah. receiving communion, things that cause you to be family and connected. When those elements change, again, where there's no investment, there's no value. And then what happens is this is that you, you no longer see, and, and this is the thing is that when you know what's right mm -hmm. and, you, and you step in that direction, you know when you're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that you can do to change how you feel about doing wrong is you got to remove those people and those places and those things that cause you to feel uncomfortable about your error. Yeah. But when you're trying to do right, then you're going to submit yourself to people and you're going to be accountable to people to where it's like, man, if you don't see me, call me, love mm -hmm. me, you know, or if I know that, hey, man, I'm not feeling as connected as I should, man, I'm going to reach out. But to to allow the devil to sever those things. This is the danger, mm -hmm. is that as God promotes you in a house, especially if you've been promoted into places of leadership and influence, because this is, this is the group of people that's surprising me right now, mm -hmm. is that folks that have been an, an influencer, I'm talking about like have helped people. Establish Yeah, ministry. like recover people's lives. Uh -huh. Their families are coming to church now because of them. Marriages are restored because of them. Their own families have are now go to church because of what they were doing and helping other people. You have this investment that God's made, and you have a, a recognition that that has been given an honor. You know, before uh, honor comes humility, man. To where God's promoted you within a house, to where now you're an influencer. People look at you, and, and you're an example to them. They want to be like you. They remember what you said, what you taught. When they were going through their, their trials, you were there to share how you got victory. And when you placed a value on the house and upon the, the, the leadership of the house, the man of woman of God of the house, all of those things that you establish, when you leave, mm -hmm. you disappear, you're gone. People know when you leave right. Mm -hmm. And they know when you leave wrong. So how does it, how, how would you, for example, I've had, how, what do you, how, what do you tell the person who's the leader who's being undervalued right now? I've had people who have been close to me, and, and, and we had those bonds. Are you and that's they, they chose to yeah. cut that bond. They chose to sever that relationship. How Teach us as leaders. How to deal with that. How do we protect ourselves from the, well, there's another one gone. I don't want to ever get close yeah. to someone else like that again. What if they leave me again? What this this is how you do it. Number one, just to finish the last thought, mm -hmm. is that um, you're going to answer to God for those people because 
the same way that you cause them to be strong by your influence, now they can become weak because they're gonna be like, well, if it happened, this is what I see happen. Mm -hmm. If it happened to them, then man. What chance do I have? Exactly. Yeah. It's like if it could happen to this brother or this sister and they were my leader, you know, what can happen to me? Mm -hmm. um, but as a, as a pastor, this happens all the time to me. Yes, and I think a lot of people so, watching can identify with something like yeah. that in this season. So I, I would say this, before man, it used to, it used to really overwhelm me. Yeah. Um, Sorry. You, no, I mean, be, no, no, because, <laughs> you, because you love people. Yeah, you do. You know, and when you're a shepherd, it's like um, you're laying your life down. Mm -hmm. I made a choice to lay my life down for, for this people, for this community. Whether it's appreciated or not, or whether it's recognized or not, whether it's valued or not. My service is under the Lord, so it doesn't matter how I feel or how it affects me. I know that hurts God more than it hurts me, yeah. but it still hurts. Before, man, I'd, it, I'd carry it with me to where I'm thinking about how much I've done. And before, I used to run after people just wanting to talk sense in them. But this is the thing is that when people have made decisions, major decisions like that, and if they've loved you enough to where, again, you've been their pastor, or you've been their leader, their mentor, their friend, their covenant brother, covenant sister, they've shared stuff with you they've never shared with nobody and you shared stuff with them that you've never showed, shared with nobody and they sever that without any kind of communication or they just totally close you down, do not want to hear what you have to say, do not want anything. There's a part of you that wants to help them see the light because you see who they are and you see the deception. When people are deceived, they don't realize it. But when you're doing things wrong, different than what you've been taught, mm -hmm. and you know better and you choose to do that, they've already settled it in their heart. Mm -hmm. And you really just have to let them go. I, I had to learn to see the good and goodbye, you know, with some folks and, and just pray, Lord, you know what? We haven't changed. Because before you examine yourself, you beat yourself up because yeah. you think, what did I do to deserve this, man, for them just to leave me like this? What did, what did we do wrong? And some people will accuse you of stuff, but in all honesty, a lot of times it's just a distraction from the from the root of it, which is yes. they're off. Mm -hmm. They're off and they just, nobody wants to say, well, you know, and I'm just deceived and I'm yeah. doing the wrong thing. Um, come out with but it. They'll, they'll convince themselves enough and they'll rehearse to themselves enough that the, what they're doing is right. But all the things that you would do to make sure you're doing right, like tucking it. What does your pastor say? Have you talked mm -hmm. to your pastor? They'll get confirmation from everybody that's not connected and they'll totally step away from those that are. Yes. They don't want the truth. Mm -hmm. And so as a pastor and as a leader, what I've had to realize is this, that every time we come into a major season change, like we are right now, mm -hmm. we're in this huge place where God's sending all these generals to the house and it's because God's building the people up because we're getting ready to possess the land. Amen. And so I already know there's always people that will not go into that promotion. It surprises me a lot of times the people that don't. Mm -hmm. But what I've had to learn is this, is that I'm gonna keep being where I'm supposed to be and I will be here for those people and in my prayers that they'll come home, that they'll return. We've never dogged anybody that's left right or wrong. We've never talked about people. We don't preach about people. Anybody that's ever been in our church knows I don't do that. If anything, mm -hmm. I try making even a bad exit look good. Yeah, But people know them. when people leave wrong mm -hmm. because you feel it. It just feels like a divorce. Mm -hmm. It feels like somebody died, like you said, a tearing. And so I've had to learn as a leader just to give them to the Lord and not take it personally because I used to take it personally. 
-hmm. like I did something and God had to show me, no son, they, they left me. Mm -hmm. This isn't them leaving you. This is them abandoning me and what I'm doing here and what I want for them. And, uh, and, and, and it's the devil doing it to try to stop this ministry from going where it's supposed to go. Because a few years ago, I remember the Lord even told me, he said, I intended for this ministry to be already owning our land and having our building. He said, you've done what I told you to do. And he told me this through multiple prophets, yes, real I prophets. Mm -hmm. And they said, it's not that you haven't, you've done your part. They said, there's people that I called to this house and they left. Mm -hmm. There's people I called here to support this house, you know, with their time, their talents, their finances, their heart. He says, and they allowed the devil to remove them. Mm -hmm. He says, not your fault, because I always say, God, when am I, what do I need to do? Why haven't this, this happened? Mm -hmm. He's like, it's not your fault. Yeah. And he told me that recently, again, with the wine skin, you know. Mm -hmm. He said, you have the wine. He said, it's the skin. Mm -hmm. And and so I'm watching God build the skin. But so right now, it's like God's raising up the folks that have been with us. Man, we're all in a different level. And God's brought in new people that are coming in, and they're coming in faithful. They're tithing. Yes. They're serving. First thing you want to do is partner. And so God, there's always a remnant of folks that will do it. And then at the same time, I'm watching some people have an awakening. They're like, what am I doing? Yeah, which is God's grace and his oh, mercy yeah. is evident. Yeah. And that, that still small voice, it doesn't matter how far somebody looks. You, God is the one who's going to speak to them. That Holy Spirit is the one who's inside them, who's going to give them those revelations. And sometimes I think as friends and as leaders, we feel like it has to be our audible voice telling them the error, showing yeah. them through the word their error. Because that makes error. you feel better. It does. It makes me feel like, oh, I did the right thing. I told them I the told truth. Them. They're going to they're they're see gonna, it. Yeah. But you know what? Surprisingly, uh, time and time again, that person who looked like they were drifting so far away from the truth, yeah. here's the Holy Spirit. And the yep. Holy Spirit makes, gives them a revelation. And it wasn't, you know, it, because of your relationship and because mm. I was still being who I was, mm. you know, always supposed to be to them, when they get that revelation through the Holy Spirit, they can turn around and come right back to me, yeah. right back to their leader, because that leader remains true. And they heard them. Even yeah. though that audible voice wasn't what changed the direction. Well, and that, that's what I pray for. And, and I'll tell you this. I learned this the hard way. I used to run after people. Mm -hmm. and, and, and again, I remember your mom just telling me one time, honey, she said, how many people have you ran after? I mean, meeting with folks every, well, let's meet yeah. every week. I'm trying to get them, you know. And, See the word. Yeah, yeah, word. you know, and to remind them of, yeah. you know. And uh, she said, how many of them ever stayed None. They might have delayed their exit. Yeah. But at what cost, honestly? Yeah. What you damage? Have to, you have to basically give them to God and, and let them go. Mm -hmm. Your prayer is that, man, they know that I'm always going to be here. You can come here. And that means they have to, they're have they going to have to deal with pride mm -hmm. in order to be restored, which, thank God, there's a lot of folks that have come. We've watched a lot of prodigals come home in this season. Yes. So yes, many. Yes, God said have. that they would. Yep. Um, it's been amazing. But it's 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 being at that place to where you pray for folks. You don't allow your heart to, to change because this is the thing is that if you're going to love people and let people in, you're going to get hurt, mm -hmm. you know. But the sting of a few people is worth it to know the love of many. Oh, yeah. Then to never put yourself in a position where you never get hurt, but you never know the love. Exactly. This thing's That's worth it. so true. Yeah. So you got to so make true. sure you don't put up fences so that that way you don't hurt. My thing is reach out to people, love them. Uh, I, I don't sit down and listen to people's excuses for why they leave. My thing is this, is that, you know what, I, I'm going to be here for you. I love you. 
You know, my pray, my prayer is that people will be reminded mm -hmm. of what they have here, mm -hmm. that they'll be reminded of, you know, why they were brought to this church, um, why they're involved in this ministry, you know, that they remember, you know, the things that we've done in the name of the Lord, mm -hmm. marrying many of them, mm -hmm. you know, being the one to lead them in marriage, help them yeah. find their spouse, many of them being there to restore them after going through horrible divorces, helping them with children, amen, that, that mm -hmm. didn't serve God, being there for life and death, marrying them, burying their families, mm -hmm. baptize, you know, all these major life things, being there, yeah. you know, when, when tragedy has come. And my prayer is that they remember that, you know, because it's like that's the things that get forgotten and sometimes it's like some people have to hit a very low place before they realize that. And like the prodigal son, he found himself desiring to eat with the pigs. And the Bible says he came to himself and he said, things were better at my father's house. Mm -hmm. Well, he had to convince himself that things weren't good at his father's house to get to that pig. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that's dangerous is, is what do people think they're going to find if, if, if you leave what's the best for you? It's like God chose this house for you. Mm -hmm. What do you think you're going to find somewhere else? What, what? But again, it goes back to Satan has to cause yeah. values to change. Mm -hmm. What's what 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 you value? What's precious has to become common to where it's like uh, you don't value it if you have it or if yeah. you don't. And what's primary has to become secondary. There will always be something to replace it, yeah. and you'll convince yourself that it's the right thing. But God will never lead you wrong. God's never going to do something that's going to cause you to hurt ministry mm -hmm. because he died for the ministry. Yeah. God's never going to cause you to do things that hurt his ministers. God's not going to tell you to do something, man, that's going to shatter your pastor's heart. Yeah. He just don't, God doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Even when people, when God leads people out and it's right, there's a blessing in mm -hmm. it. People feel it. It's, it feels good. Um, and then the other thing is this, is that, God's not going to send you somewhere that's less than where you're at. Mm -hmm. God always has increase on his mind. So the thing is this, is that if you're going to a, God's telling you to go to a different church, then is it a better church than the one you're at? Mm -hmm. Or is it, you know, is, is that pastor the best pastor? You know, and those are things that you have to weigh out. But ultimately it comes down to you need to be where God wanted you to be. Yeah. Because the safest place you can be is in the church that God mm -hmm. wants you to be in. Uh, because when life happens that's when you're going to realize what you had. Mm -hmm. And so my, my prayer is that, you know, again, I've learned not to take it personally. And I'm okay with knowing, hey, there's people with me. I look at who's with me, not who left. Yes. And I'm just, I key. pray for them. I love them. And, and man, my, my heart goes out for them, especially their families, because you lose more. The consequences of making bad decisions like that mm -hmm. is more than what people are expecting to pay. Yeah. When you've been plugged into a house and your family knows how much that house has done for you and you abandon it, then all of a sudden your kids that used to go to church with you, they're not going to go to a church that less, that's less than the one that they went to with you because they mm -hmm. realize what it did to you. Yeah. They're, you know what I'm saying? You got, you got people that you had strong relationships with and you're, you're going to feel odd around them. You will cut off everything that has been good because those relationships will always remind you of what you had. Yeah. Some who used to be my youth years ago, now they're young adults, yeah. very much into their 20s. With children. Yes. Uh, and I'm seeing 
them come back to church mm -hmm. and their parents still out of church, but they stopped coming to church, these teenagers, because their families removed themselves mm -hmm. to go somewhere else and then eventually go nowhere. Mm -hmm. And now as adults, these teenagers are coming back to the place that they knew that they grew. Jesus and and their parents are still out, but yeah. they made that investment stayed. Yeah. And that, I mean, I have, you know, obviously we have to focus on that part. Yeah. And, and that investment, I think, you know, if you're sitting here and you're saying, man, I feel like I'm making investments. I'm not seeing a return. Knowing it could be years before you see that return, but it is there. The, the, that yeah. seed is sown. And, and, and God's, God's bringing people. I'm telling you, this is the greatest season to be serving God. This is yeah. not the time to be getting distracted or getting funky. Mm -mm. This is not the time. And this is the thing is that Satan doesn't mind if you get off. Yeah. He might not get you to, to totally abandon God, but let me get you out of the perfect will yes. of God. Let me put you in a place where you're inactive, you're inoperative, your life isn't changing nobody mm -hmm. but yourself. Let me do that. Let me get you away from people that yeah. counted on you. Let me get, away, get you away from people that you have an influence and a voice in their life and them and yours. Let me get you away from all yeah. of that. So that way when you get to heaven, You've wasted your years. You've wasted this time. Wow. This right here is such an amazing season. And it, it, it goes back to what the Lord said, you know, uh, at the beginning of last year. He said that, you know what, I'm going to reveal three things this year. The quality of people's relationship with God, the quality of their belief systems, and the quality of their houses of worship. How connected they are to all of those things. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that played out. It's just... It's run its course, and now the body of Christ as a whole globally is at a place where God's getting ready to pour out his spirit like never before. And that's why we're seeing all the miracles and yeah. financial breakthroughs and, I mean, that we're seeing happen, all the salvation. It's because it's harvest time, mm -hmm. and God needs every one of us engaged, amen, yes. in what's in front of us. So promotion's coming, yes, but you, you have to decide whether or not you're going to answer the call or whether you're going to take the, you know, or whether you're going to sit on the bench. And for me, I'll run after God even if nobody comes with me because he's been so good to me. And this is our finest hour. And there's going to be casualties in war because it's a spiritual warfare. And with every new level, there's a new devil. There's a new <laughs> devil. And some people, if, if last year they didn't take that year to draw closer to God, then man, the devil's just going to, He's going to attack them at will, mm -hmm. and they won't be able to overcome it. And it's just, it's, it's sad. But we've laid out the principles for you to have promotion, to position yourself for it, and, and, and how to uh, definitely possess it. And I know we took a little bit extra time in this episode, but I'm glad you recognize it because I knew God was going somewhere deeper with this. And I do believe yeah. it's because God knows who you are. Yes. And God knows yes. where you're at. He knows the circumstances surrounding your life right now. Amen. And uh, this is June 2021. I'm telling you, I want you to know the timestamp on this. This is God letting you know this was just spoken. Amen. Because some of you, you're right in the middle of a position right now to where you're, you're making decisions. Amen. And you need to know that God is with you. And some of you, you're, you're entertaining decisions that they don't line up with divine order. You know what I'm saying? You've, you, you're getting confirmation from everybody but the people that are most important, the ones that are going to answer for your life before God. Yeah. Amen. You need to remain under a covering. Amen. You need to remain submitted. Amen. You don't want to be a rebel. You don't want to be somebody that you're seeing something that nobody else around you is seeing. 
You know, or you're believing something that nobody around you believes. There's a reason for that. Everybody in your life, if, if you've trusted them, they can't all be missing it. You know what I'm so saying? So true. It's so true. So you have to make a decision, amen, that you're going to do things God's way. There's never a right way to do a wrong thing. And if you're feeling disconnected, wherever you go to church, I'm telling you the best thing that you can do, sow a big fat offering into that church. Mm -hmm. Show up. Tell them you want to serve in any capacity they want to use you. Because I'm telling you, as you reinforce that connection, go to every service you can, every Bible study you can. Uh, contact those people maybe that you haven't talked to for a while. Reestablish those connections, amen. Establish some accountability, amen. And be honest, amen. And what will happen is you'll see that you're, 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 you'll get back into that rhythm of where you need to be. The challenge is this is that it's kind of like when you go to the gym, since we're using the gym a lot here. All a lot this episode. All right. I've been cycling. When you go to the gym, this is the thing is that most of the time people start going to the gym, they don't want to be at the gym. No. You know what I'm saying? But after you've been working out and you start seeing some results, at first all you feel is the pain of showing up. But after you start seeing some results, then all of a sudden you know what something happens. Now you want to be at the gym. Mm -hmm. Amen. You'll start adding more. Like me, I start going after about like the second week, you know what, I'll start doing two-a-days and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I usually, I usually want to hurt myself because I want to be going in too far. But, but <laughs> bring this, it back. Yeah, bring it back. But it's the same way with church. Yeah. When you first get saved, oh, my God, you can't be at church enough. The services aren't long enough and you can't get enough. You can't get enough. But if you've walked with God for a while and then you quit going or you quit serving, you're going to do it not because you feel like being at church or not because you feel like serving in ministry. You're going to do it because you know it's the right thing. And what will happen is the feelings will come back. And then you'll be like, man, what was I doing, man? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. but it's going to take more effort because you've, it's, your habit is now different. You, you, the things you used to value, you don't value. So you're going to have to change that value. You're going to have to do things that cause value to come back. It's just like in a marriage. Mm -hmm. If you've fallen out of love, you know, you used to have this great marriage and now you guys can barely stand each other. You have to sow towards that marriage. Mm -hmm. Flowers, conversation, <laughs> some dinners. You know what I'm saying? You got to start sowing in towards the marriage, doing couple mm -hmm. devotions, hanging out with people with good marriages. Yeah. Things that give God something to work with to put back what's been lost. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so this is a major stuff and I encourage you Listen to this more than once. Yes. Watch it. And please share it with as many people as you can because this isn't just a West Coast Kingdom Concepts message. This is a body of Christ. Jesus is coming soon. Yes. And man, you don't want to be out of position when he comes. You, we, we can't waste any more time. Amen. You are important. Your purpose is important, and you need to remember both of those things. You are as important as your purpose, and your purpose is just as important as you. And, man, God wants to see you succeed. We want to see you succeed. Amen? We love you. We thank you for being here. And, and I feel like we need to pray. Amen. I do, too. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just stand in agreement, Lord. Lord, with every person under the sound of our voice. And Lord, I pray, Lord, for you to cause the spirit of truth, Lord, to speak louder than the spirit of error. I pray, Lord, that you speak to your sons and your daughters. 
Lord, that you just help those, Lord, that feel unworthy for promotion. Lord, show them, Lord, how ready, Lord, they are, mighty God. Lord, for those, Lord, that have been struggling, Lord, with that final decision, Lord, I pray, Lord, help them, Lord, to do what's right so that you can bring them into the greatest season they've ever known. And, Lord, for those, Lord, that are struggling, Lord, with, Lord, severing connection, severing that influence, Lord, separating themselves, Lord, from who you've called them to be with, what you've called them to do, where you've called them to do it. Lord, I pray, Lord, recover your people. I pray, Holy Spirit, you silence every foul spirit that would blind the hearts and the minds of God's people. And I pray, Lord, that those, Lord, that have already been taken, Lord, I pray, Lord, bring them back to you. Bring them back, Lord, to the center of their relationship with you. And, Lord, bring them back into that right fellowship. Lord, those places where they're loved. Lord, those places, Lord, where they're celebrated. Lord, those places, Lord, where they're going to bloom and blossom the most for you. I pray for that. And, Lord, for those, Lord, that may be hurting because, Lord, there are folks, Lord, that began this walk of faith with them. And, Lord, they're no longer here. I pray, Lord, that you surround them, Lord, with people, Lord, that will stand with them. Lord, people, Lord, that will be there, and Lord, people that will move forward with them. Lord, I pray for that right now. I pray, Lord, against the things that the enemy would try to use, Lord, to bring condemnation or to cause them, Lord, to, to even accept some of the crazy things that people will say to them, Lord, to justify, Lord, why they're doing things wrong, Lord. So I pray, Lord, against the blame and the excuses that the enemy uses. Lord, I pray let your people rest in knowing who they are, and Lord, and rest in knowing, Lord, what they've done. And I just pray for all these things. Would you use this Bible study today, Lord, this, this episode of Kingdom Concepts. Use it to help people. Use it, Lord, to help the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. We love you. Thank you so much for being with us on this very special episode of Kingdom Concepts.